Dear adulting, Mom, I wasn't ready for this. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Adulting. I am your host, Raquel Alfaro. I hope everyone had a great week. If not, I really hope things are better, at least now that it's Sunday and you're listening to this podcast, which I really appreciate you for. But all right, my week was all right. And I say all right because I've been super interested in getting a bike, not a motorcycle, relax. But really, I just think it'd be so cool to just get a bike with a little basket just so I can put my things in it. Or like if I get a kitty, I can put my kitty in my basket and just go riding, especially with the warm weather coming. And I just get such a Stranger Things vibe that I'm like, oh my god, I need a bike, like, tomorrow. And I've just been super stressed. Now, you're probably wondering, it's just a bike. Why is she so stressed? Well, let me tell you why. When I was a kid, I never learned how to ride a bike. And I tried, but I always failed. I was the kid that always had the scooter. My brother always had the bike. And now that I'm older, I just really want to go biking. I've been waking up from nightmares of me falling off of a bike and it sounds ridiculous but now I'm having nightmares with bikes in it and it makes me nervous because I'm supposed to go test out bikes yes test out bikes to see which one is best suited for me because I have coordination issues and I'm getting super stressed all right I'll shut up now because I know you guys are probably sick of tired of me talking about bikes so let's just jump right into today's topic what is love Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. All right. Love, love, love. It's such a tricky, tricky thing to define. But personally to me, love is dating your best friend. And it sounds cheesy, but it is. That person makes you a better person. They grow with you. You grow as a person individually. You start to see all the not-so-good parts of yourself, and you just become a healthier version of yourself with their love and support. And love is them loving you unconditionally. That means they accept you for the good and the bad, and they accept you for who you are. Most importantly, they're your best friend and boyfriend or girlfriend in one. And that's what love is for me. Love means that I know that that person is going to be there for me no matter what it is. And if I mess up, they have no problem calling me out on my bullshit. And I feel like a lot of times people think that love is supposed to be like the movies. And trust me, I was like that too. I thought, oh, love is you meet the one. It's going to be perfect all the time. They do everything you want them to do. And it's always rainbows and butterflies. And no, with therapy and with experience of my own and coming with adulting, you start to learn that love is a choice and a feeling and love doesn't just happen. It is work and it's work from two people and it just makes the love deeper and stronger and that is what love means to me, okay? And I'm well aware that everyone has their own definitions because it is such a tricky topic, but that's just what it means to me. But I will say with relationships to come different ways of showing love and that is your love language. And this is something that I just recently became aware of this year. I wasn't really into it before, but I think knowing your love language and your partner's love language is so important just because you give love a different way that someone else does and you have a different way of receiving love than that person you're with or anyone else. 
So you can't really expect someone to love you the way that you want them to, or you can expect them to receive it the way you want them to receive it. So I think knowing your love language and your partner's love language is such an important part of the relationship. And there's about 11, I believe, but I'm going to get into the five main ones. I took a quiz, so I'm going to go over them, have them here for you guys. Don't worry, I will educate you. So, all right, let's get into it. Let's get into these love languages. First up is words of affirmation. How you communicate is you encourage, you're appreciative, you empathize, and you listen actively. I do not listen actively because of my ADHD. Oh, well, sue me actions you take is sending an unexpected note, text, or card, and you genuinely encourage often. Mm, I think I do that. Physical touch is another one. It's the second one. You communicate non-verbally, so this means you use body language and touch to express your love. And actions you take is hug, kissing, holding hands, showing physical affection often, make intimacy a thoughtful priority. Um, I'm not, no. Okay. Third one is receiving gifts. Thoughtfulness, make your spouse a priority and you speak purposefully. And actions you take is you give thoughtful gifts and gestures. Small things matter in a huge way. Express gratitude when receiving a gift. Okay. I mean, I like giving gifts more than I receive. That's just who I am. I like looking at people's um, expressions and reactions to gifts. The fourth one is quality time. How you communicate is uninterrupted and focused conversations. One-on-one time is critical yep and actions you take is create special moments together take walks and do small things with your partner weekend getaways are huge yeah i think this is a big one for me and my boyfriend especially the trips and the last one is acts of service use action phrases like i'll help they want to know you're with them partnered with them so i'm guessing the way you communicate is like i'll help you or do you need me to get do this for you? You just always want to help them, which I guess is a good thing. And ways that you take actions is you do chores with them, by them, I mean your partner, and you make the breakfast in bed, go out of your way to help alleviate their daily workload. Um, No, sometimes I feel like I get too wrapped up with my stress and workload that I don't help my boyfriend. So I would say all of these can apply to people. But it looks like my outweighing one is quality time. I definitely love spending quality time with my boyfriend. That's I just know that's how I show my love to him. I mean, he thinks just because he's in the same room as me that's spending quality time together, even though he's playing video games, not giving me attention. But I don't think so. I think quality time is doing an activity together, watching a movie together, like it said, going on trips together. I love enjoying that. And I know his love language is also quality time, but it's interesting because his way of showing me, like, spending time together is a little bit different when it comes to it. Like, he just enjoys being in the same room as me, no matter what we're doing, which I appreciate most about him. But it's really interesting, and I think it's pretty cool. So maybe you and whoever you're dating can take a quiz just to understand each other more because I definitely think understanding the love language that you guys show to each other is so important and critical to the relationship. So I think it's something you should try. But for my boyfriend, I did go through the shit show that is dating. And to me, I started to learn that once you get older, there really is no such thing as a right person, bad timing. I know I'm going to offend a lot of people, but that's just what I think. I've always had in my head that if someone wants to be with you they will and if someone says they're not ready that 
you know how they quote unquote say the you is silent. I truly believe that. If someone says they're not ready, they just mean that they're not ready to be with you. That's just my opinion. I don't want to upset anyone, but I do believe that you make time for the people you want to see, whether it's friends, families, relationships. You do, even if it's 30 seconds out of your day or shorter, to send them a cute little text or a text just checking in or a phone call. I mean, those don't take long. And if someone's not putting in that effort for you, then I don't think they're just as interested in you as you think they are. I do want to say that I never really did think this way before. This is something that came with experience and growing up because let me tell you, I waited because I thought that this person is the one. There's no way we're not going to be together. Like, this is just like the movies and it just give them time. It'll just all work out. And by waited, I mean, I waited six freaking years for something that was never going to happen because they just didn't want it to happen with me. And you're probably like six years. Holy shit. Well, yep. It was an emotional roller coaster that drained me mentally. It affected my confidence and it took me a while to recover from that. But it was something that I needed to go through just to understand that concept. I mean, okay. I had met this person at work when I was 18 years old, they were two years older than me, and we developed a friendship, and then once I turned 18, the friendship started to turn into something a little bit more, and then we were always talking, but like never really official. I don't know if anyone has ever been with someone that they weren't official with, but you guys were kind of together, but not really. And then you kind of go through a breakup with them, but it's not even a real breakup because you guys were never official. That's what happened within the six years of us being on and off or whatever it was. And then, you know, I started to get my suspicions because I just always said like, it would always be a time thing with them. Or like, I'm doing this, so we can't date right now. Or I'm going through this, I can't be with you, I can't be in a relationship. And I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And would I wait now? Hell no. Should you have to wait if someone else is making you or putting you through that situation? No, get the fuck out of there because it's not going to change. And if it does, then props to you. But for me, it just never did. And all right, so I ended up running into his best friends who I never actually got to meet. I just always heard of them. Ran into them at a bar and they knew about me. They all hugged me, whatever. And I always thought it was weird. He always had an excuse certain days. That he couldn't do things and we'd make plans and sometimes he'd bail or he'd come over and then I wouldn't see him or hear from him for like two weeks. And then his friend followed me on Instagram, got a lot of social media, and I was just scrolling one day and I was just, you know, let me see what he's tagged in. He doesn't have any social media, so I checked his best friends. And I shit you not, the first photo I see him tagged in is with a girl on her Instagram page. And I click on her page, which thankfully wasn't on private. And he's all over her feed. He had a girlfriend the entire time. I think they were together for about two or three years. So he wasn't only just dating her. He was clearly cheating on her with me. And let me tell you, after that, I decided to never wait on anyone ever again. Because if someone's making you wait, chances are they probably have a girlfriend. And they have someone else that they'd rather be with. And I'm sorry that hurts, but that's just the way it played out for me. And that's just a short story because I don't feel like going into it. But trust me, finding out the person that you waited on um, has a girlfriend and is now engaged, it doesn't sit lightly, okay? 
it uh, took a lot for me to move on from that. And thankfully, I have the person I have in my life now that showed me what love is. They put me first. And I actually met my boyfriend now. And I wasn't looking for anything because I was focused on myself. And I purposely wasn't thinking, I don't want a boyfriend or I don't want to date. But I made it a point to focus on myself, focus on my goals. And we had a class together. I thought he was cute. Didn't really make a move or anything because it's just like you go to class and you see someone and you're like, oh, they're cute. But you never think of it. We ran into each other at a bar and then I just, I think he made the first like flirty line and he asked me if I was ready for finals. I said, sure. And later on, one of his friends tried to like hit on me and I said, nope, I think your friend is cute. And it kind of just worked out. And I kid you not, after two weeks spending time together, we were official. Now... Someone who only spent time with me for two weeks knew that they wanted to be with me right away and didn't make me second guess, didn't make me wait, they didn't have to play games, they were straight to the point and someone that I waited for six years who told me everything that I wanted to hear was always there for me and emotionally I should say there for me, not physically because I guess he was with his girlfriend, no shade of her. And um, it just really hit me like, wow, this person that I've known shorter puts in more effort than the person who I spent six years thinking that we were going to be together forever. And he is so amazing. And that's the thing. I felt like in a way I was lying to myself. Like, oh, it's just bad timing. He's the one. Like, it's going to work out. It's just, he's just not ready. No, sweetie. And I wish... I listened to my friends back then, but I didn't. He knew what he was doing. He wanted a relationship. It just wasn't with me. And thank God it didn't work out because I'm sorry. I just, knowing his character, knowing that he's a cheater, I couldn't imagine going through that. And having the boyfriend I have now, I feel so blessed and lucky, even though he annoys me sometimes. We argue that no matter what we go through, he still puts me first and he still chooses me. And I just want to say that if someone's making you wait and is playing games with you and you're on and off, if you like that, fine, stick with it. If not, if someone's making you second guess whether they want to be with you or not, or they're iffy about it, why would you want to be with someone who makes you second guess yourself or someone who questions even their feelings for you I don't think that's a great feeling and I'm telling you right now it's gonna affect you mentally and you know who has to deal with that the next person who comes into your life that's probably gonna be amazing and all that baggage is just gonna spew out and that's what happened to me like I met this wonderful guy and my anxiety just kicked in and I was ready to get rid of him for no reason it took lots of therapy lots of reassurance to just know he wasn't going anywhere I mean, the first night we met, I literally asked him if he cared if I was brown. And like, it sounds ridiculous, but having to ask a guy if they care about your race because of all the trauma or idiots that you dated before is like ridiculous that I even got to that point. But I just want to make it known that this was just from my experience that I don't believe in perfect person bad timing. I believe if someone wants to be with you, they will. And if it's bad timing, then that's the wrong person as well. And I don't want to get too like ranty, but I do want to say while I was waiting around, I felt lost and almost like I wanted the version of him that I created in my head that I didn't see that he was a trash person. And 
I know that trash is like trendy to use, but I'm sorry if you can have a whole ass relationship and still try to be in another relationship and another relationship, you're garbage to me and you really need to reevaluate yourself and what you're doing because that shit is not cool and it does not fly with me being a second option and no one should ever be a second option, okay? People throw around the word trash so like loosely. Trash doesn't mean like, oh, I'm into him. He says that he doesn't want a relationship and I'm going to force a relationship and because he doesn't want one, he's automatically trash or she's trash because I'm ready for a relationship and she isn't. No, they're not trash. They're just, they're being honest with you. They're telling you they don't want to be with you. And if you're forcing that on them, that doesn't make them trash. It just makes you in a situation that you don't have to be in and you're putting yourself in. If they're telling you they're not ready for something, why would you force them to be ready for something? I mean, if roles were switched and you weren't ready and someone was forcing you to feel ready, how would you feel? You have to sort of put yourself in someone else's perspective. But I think calling people trash and he's trash or she's trash just because they're not interested in you, it's just something that is stupid. And in my opinion, I don't think trash men are all guys. I think there is guys who can act like trash, definitely. But I don't think all men are trash. Just I don't think all females are trash either. But I also do think actions can be trashy. I mean... I once dated a guy who I wasn't even say dating. I was seeing a guy who I thought I liked and I guess he was just, you know, dating around. And one night I wasn't in like college and he would like go hang out with me. And he literally asked me what my friends were doing that night since I couldn't be available for him. See, that to me is trash quality. Would I say he's a trash person? No. Would I say that... He was immature and stupid and drunk. Yes, back then I did call him trash and I'm sorry for that. But I don't think he's trash now. I think now that I'm in a better place with myself and have a stronger relationship with myself, you start to realize the love that you deserve is not the love that everyone is going to be able to give you sometimes. And I think most times people tend to accept the love they think they deserve. And I stand by that. And I think it also takes how we value ourselves and view ourselves. And looking back, none of those relationships were it. But if it weren't for them, I wouldn't have met the person that I'm with now. So just know it is a part of the journey and the process. But you should never force someone into liking you or being with you. Because at the end of the day, the person who wants to be with you is going to be with you. And if you have to force them, then I'm sorry, but they're just not it. And it's time to just move on. So yes, I don't think there's such a thing as perfect time in my head. If they want to be with you, they will be with you at the end of the day. Not every girl or guy is trash. So I think that people just need to stop throwing that around loosely because it's not fair to the other person who was honest with you from the beginning for you to just start ruining their name because you're not happy didn't do things your way but I also think it's important to like prioritize the relationship with yourself and if you're dating that could be such a fun thing for you I remember I enjoy dating because when you date you get to figure out what it is you like and don't like and you get to figure out who it is you want in a person and also what kind of what can you get out of the relationship itself and if you Just go into a relationship, not even having a relationship with yourself. It can get a bit messy and tricky. And for me, that happened. I feel like I was dating and I wanted relationships out of people 
who weren't ready to give me a relationship or weren't even looking for a relationship at all. And I couldn't understand that. And I felt like I was forcing it a lot of the times just because I was like, no, this person is the one. And that's another thing. I don't think there's such a thing as being the one. I think there's plenty of people who can come into your life that you love and have memories with and experience great times with. But I don't think there's a specific person who's going to be the one because I think once you start to put in your mind, this person is the one, why are they acting like this? Why are we arguing? You start to convince yourself just because you're arguing and you're showing you qualities you may not like once you're deeper into the relationship that that person isn't the one. And I think a lot of times that's why people end up breaking up or relationships end up not working out is because everyone wants sort of a perfect person and the perfect person just doesn't exist. And if you're going to choose to be with someone, you're also choosing to accept their good and bad qualities. And I know for me personally, it took a while for me to realize that because I know in my relationship, whenever we would argue or I would see something that I didn't like that he was doing, like if he was in a bad mood or something, let's say, and I didn't feel the energy was matching mine, I'd be like, well, he should be matching my energy. Like, that's just how it's supposed to be. Like, I thought we're supposed to be happy all the time. No, you're not. Like, if you think about it, who really is happy all the time? No one is. And you ask yourself, am I happy all the time? Do I get into bad moods? Do I get hangry? I know when I get hangry, I become a raging bitch. Like, and he accepts me for that and he still loves me for that. So, yes, I don't think there is such a thing as being the one. I think there is such a thing as being able to have someone in your life that is your best friend that you love and that you want to spend the rest of your life with. But at the end of the day, that's a choice that you're making. You can't put all that pressure into that one person to act perfect because you're not perfect. And it takes a while to understand that. But once you start doing a lot of self-reflection within yourself, it becomes a lot easier. I know for me, I went through a lot of relationship anxiety just because I was so traumatized from past relationships that I went into this relationship that with anything that was slightly off or if he texted me something like a different like if I said oh what do you want to do and he said I don't know oh well why can't he ever think of anything to do like blah 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 I was taking out the past baggage onto him and that's not fair to the person that you're dating so I do want to say like it's fun to date but go into dating open-minded. Don't go into dating thinking that you're going to find the person you're going to marry because a lot of the times you end up finding someone when you least expect it. And I used to think that's bullshit. Like, that's not true. Like, shouldn't you just meet someone and then it just works out? No, I mean, like I said, my boyfriend, like now, wasn't even looking for a relationship at the time. I wasn't looking for a relationship at the time. And we didn't force it. It just sort of happens. And I know some friends that are in relationships where it was the same thing. It just sort of happens when you least expect it. And I noticed the people that force on relationships or want something out of someone that's not ready, those end up not working out because there's so much pressure. And I feel like you're also ignoring those feelings of them being honest with you that it just doesn't end up working out. And, you know, it just reminds me of the movie uh, 500 Days of Summer, which is one of my favorite movies. But now, watching it as an adult, you start to realize she was never the bad guy in the movie. He kind of was. Like, the two main characters, 
because she was honest with him. She told him she wasn't ready for a relationship. And even though they were dating, she didn't take it as serious as he did because she, again, was honest with him. And he took it more serious and he was heartbroken and mad at her for not wanting to be with him. But you can't get mad at someone for not wanting to be with him. I think in the movie, like, I don't want to spoil it. She does end up finding someone else. But it's true. Like, if someone doesn't want to be with you, don't force it. Be with someone who's going to choose you and put in effort to be with you. There's no need to rush anything. And dating is fun. Like, I don't understand why people are always in a rush. You know, you go on a dating app and you think the first person you swipe on is going to be your soulmate. I mean, maybe that is the case, but in reality, they're probably not. So it's important to not put your eggs in one basket based off your first date or based off your first swipe because it is a process, again, finding out kind of person you like and finding out what you can get out of the relationship. So I do think there is no such thing as right person, wrong timing. I think in that case, that person was just not the person for you. And I know it's a tough pill to swallow, but that's just my opinion again. And if you believe in it, I respect it. And of course, like, I don't want to offend anyone. And even if I do, this is also coming from my opinion. Because love is such a tricky thing, but the thing is, something we look for in a relationship with ourselves, with friends and family at the end of the day is love. So it's just important to just trust the process and most importantly, trust yourself because you wouldn't let yourself. And you know, like if your friend was going through this and you saw them crying or upset over a guy or a girl and seeing them get played and stuff. I mean, what would you tell them? You would probably tell them to move on and that there's better out there. So you should start doing that to your, for yourself, I should say, not to yourself, for yourself. Because at the end of the day, that's who, all you have is yourself. So I don't want to get too preachy, but that was just my little opinion on what love is. I don't believe in right person, wrong timing. And I do think it's such an important thing to have a relationship by yourself and go into dating as of like a fun thing to do. Like it's so fun. You get to meet different people. You get to go on fun, cool dates, like take full advantage of that. And there's no rush. And like my last episode, there's no age limit for anything. You don't have to get married because you're in your 20s. You don't have to move in right away. Take your time and sort of figure out what you like and don't like because I mean, the longer you start to date someone, you see more of their characteristics. And who knows, you might end up freaking hating them at the end of the day. All right, guys, that's the end of today's episode. I really do hope you guys enjoyed. On that note, thank you again to everyone who's been kind enough to reach out to me. I'm always really happy and thankful when I see your messages and just the text telling me that you're enjoying it. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Raquel Alfaro. That's R-A-Q-U-E-L-L. A-L, FSN Frank, A-R-O, the podcast page at Dear Adulton, and make sure to tune in every Sunday at noon, yes, I finally picked a time, on Spotify and Apple, and subscribe and leave a rating. All right, my adults in training, hope you enjoyed, and happy fucking adulting. Bye!